Tim Coyne voicemail. <laughs> Tim, <laughs> Tim Coyne voicemail. All right, let's we'll try this one more time, uh, Tim. Uh, it is the Scarborough dude calling you for our third interview, and uh, get back to me uh, when, when you can. I, I know you're busy in a coffee shop. Call back. Thank you. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what? Yeah. I thought. Here's what I thought happened. Okay. When I get a call. To my cell phone number from a Skype number, it comes up as Palmdale, California. Oh, really? And I thought, and the only time I've ever seen that is when one of my Germany friends calls me, and I thought one of them might have seen that I was on Skype and was calling me, and I didn't answer it because I, I thought you'd be calling any second from now. Yeah. You know. So did you want to test to hear what my cell phone uh, well, is, like. is this what we're doing on cell phone? I don't. I can't handle your end, Tim. I'm, I'm having trouble enough handling my end of things here. I have the feeling this oh, is no, going to be a recording just, disaster. No, 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 no. You right now, you just called me on Skype, but a minute ago, you called me on my oh. cell phone number. No, I did. I have no control over that. I have no idea what happened. I just tried to reach. What you do you mean again. you have no control? <laughs> You're the one who called. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm just pushing buttons here, Tim. I'm I'm not one of these tech guys. Anyway, you're you're the guy. <laughs> You've already got me all warped because you're talking about Palmdale and Germany friends and uh, like it feels oh, like I... you're miles ahead of us somehow. <laughs> you know? Listen, oh let's, my let's, god! Let's try and let's try and wrestle this thing back into shape, okay? So I, I think officially we're recording now. I've got a new setup. That's why I'm a little bit nervous. I'm I'm in my office. We got a new computer. I pulled out this old white snowball mic. You know, I, I wanted it. Yeah. A, uh, a podcast yeah. gathering, and uh, I'm not. I even think sure I remember. I like it. Yeah, Didn't you win it. That wasn't like like a year or two ago, two years ago. Oh no, no, come on, several years ago. I've had this thing for. This was one of the okay. early. Uh, what do they used to call those podcasters against borders conferences? That's right. You know what? I think you want you. I was there the year you won that. You were, you were, you were, and I've, I've this never. Was I've probably- never 2008 or something. Yeah, I've never really liked it, but I found on the back uh, there were three switches, one, two, three. So being the kind of guy I am, I said, you know, I bet you if I Google that and find out what those switches do, uh, there'd be an answer somewhere. And apparently setting for number one is just the ideal setting for a podcast. So I'm I'm trying the Snowball mic and... uh, this new uh, iMac that we've got in the office here, and we'll see. Anyway, well, let me, tech, let's let's put aside technology because oh, uh, see, I wanted to talk about technology. Right, go, go okay. ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, you know, this well, will I'm, be a warm I'm up. Curious. I think curious. two people will Ooh. be interested in this. That's about it. But I'm wondering. Mm. So, what what what's the setup you got here? You got a, you've got a Mac. You've got a Snowball mic. Yeah, and for I've got, Skype. Uh, I've got Skype, and I've got. I just downloaded uh, Call Recorder, which I had uh, I had purchased many years ago, and I'm hoping yes. that it's saving everything to QuickTime Movie format. But that's, that's okay. what I was going to tell you. What I was going to tell you was Call Recorder. Yeah, yeah, saves it to a a movie file. But yeah. I think because I haven't used, I use something else to uh, to yeah. record. But I think all you have to do is pull that into yeah. Yeah, iTunes, I'm not, and then I'm, I'm not worried about that, Tim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. All We're right. good. I thought I thought you had some point you wanted to make about technology or something and uh No, you, you, I just you, like you talking know. about You do, eh? Okay. Yeah. I didn't uh for a guy who just likes talking about things, we don't hear much from you and I think that's getting to the crux. But Tim, remember last time Yeah, I don't like to do anything. I just like to chat about it. Chat about it. Okay. Well we're here. This is our third uh I'm thinking final interview, but I guess it doesn't have to be. <laughs> Um, well, well was something about the number three, you know. Okay, so you feel like this is sort of uh, yeah. There, there isn't usually a part four. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, uh, four, of course, in Japanese it means death too, right? She, my wife, I can't use anything with four on my wife. You can't buy anything in Japan in a set of four. Oh really? Or, oh yeah, it's got to be three or five. Oh, this is interesting. So, um, wow. Okay, oh, does yeah, that I'm, go? I, I tried Is to give that... my wife a drink with four ice cubes in it. She said, no, thank you. Wait, th- does this extend now? Nobody in, 
in Japan as four children, right? Am I being naive? Uh, not since not since wartime, I don't think. No. Right, right. Are, are you not are you not allowed to, or that you just don't? No, they don't. They don't make those kind of rules. People just just wouldn't. And, and you know, I mean, not everybody. I don't think you're going to go out and kill your fourth child, but you're probably going to try really hard for a fifth. <laughs> it's good. Yes, good right. point. So anyway, I don't know how we got onto that. Oh yeah, so our episodes. But somehow, I, I feel it's sort of like a leading up to something in that. On this third show, everybody's been waiting. We've, we've, we've pulled in a bit of an audience for this. Everyone's been waiting. And, sure. and, and I think we're waiting to sort of come up to some kind of an answer. Something's going to break or crack on today's show. And, and uh, I, I feel very much I'm, I'm, I'm equating you with, uh, what's his name, Dawn on Mad Men. You've taken on oh. that kind of a mystery, you know, wow. uh, something about uh, Tim here that we, we've got to figure out what's going on, you know, what's going on. Right, So right. we're going no, to get saying, to that. What, yeah, what's up with that guy? What's, what's his, yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're going to get there, and, and I know to do it, we're going to have to do it gently and so on. And uh, so yeah. we, we give ourselves a little time to, uh, to get there. So I don't want you to feel on the spot or, oh, shit, i got to come up with a smart answer or anything, you know? No, I I. I don't. I might just turn the tables on you, and you end up answering a lot of questions. Well, I already do. I've been putting out a podcast every week for fucking eight years, so I think I've answered really my questions. It, you know, it really is unbelievable. Let me. Can I ask you a couple questions about that? Uh, yeah. Go uh, ahead. See, look at you. <laughs> no, do you <laughs> have you ever? Do, do, do you remember ever having a period where you thought, oh, maybe I'm going to stop this. Maybe I'm going to switch this up. Maybe I don't want to do this. Maybe uh, are you in the same place mentally you were eight years ago, um, seven years ago? Oh, I would say it's worse. It, it would be harder for me to stop now than ever. Like I just, It's just something I do every week. It's, it's like going to church right. or something. Um, there are there are certainly times when I've had doubts and thought, why the fuck? Who would listen to this and why? And then right, right. When, when I hit a low point, somebody, I don't know if you heard the last uh, episode, maybe two episodes ago, somebody from Georgia, a young fellow called Kenneth, sent in a five-minute audio clip. No, it's this yeah. is not, you didn't hear that one. Yeah, okay. No, that's, I, that's I, fine. You're, you're behind, I know. I, I, I know, I can, yeah. I can come clean on that. Yeah, right. Well, well I, I've stopped putting in Timothy listening tests long ago. Just yeah. so you know. But anyway, somebody comes along and, and just gives you just a comment or a statement and suddenly you realize, wow, it is resonating with somebody. And that really, really does a lot to keep you going. But I, for me, there's no choice. I have to do it. And I, I really find during the week, I start thinking about it. And uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's like when I did the newsletter, I put out a newsletter four times a year, you know, and it had right. to be done. Period. Dixon Janes. Dixon Janes. So uh, now, did you uh, you record chunks throughout the week and then you put yeah, them together? That's right. How long does that the process of putting it together? You've got your chunks. There's, there's no there's no know. time. I open up GarageBand. I slap in one. If I'm ready, I'll put a song after it. Right. Right. Three days later, I'll slap in the next. Or I might do it all on one day. Just all right, put all the pieces together. This last one is the first one. I, I got on a bit of a rant. Uh, about a certain religion I'm not particularly fond of. And I really got kind of nasty. And this is the first time ever I realized, no, I don't want to release that to people. First of all, it ran over time, and I tried to keep my podcast to 60 minutes. Uh, and secondly, I realized, gee, I've said all that before, and I wasn't backtracking what I said, but I just didn't like the tone. So I just chopped off 10 minutes of the wow. podcast, and I'm going to replace it with something today. And, and I feel that's part of the creative process. So there is... There's not a lot of editing that goes on, but I'll... Right, but you uh, realize, in a rare you realize case. yeah, you didn't like the tone. I didn't like the tone, and I realized it was going to be, it was going to be uh, hard for some of the listeners, and I'd just rather end... Uh, something very positive happened to me this week, and I'd rather end on that note right. uh, than others. But anyway... You know what I, I want to do? I, I'm going to get morbid really quick. What I want to yeah. do, mm. you know, when, when Scarborough Dude goes off to the next world, yeah, I no. want to... Not anytime you know, soon, Tim. No, like the 30, 40 years from now. I want to organize this impromptu gathering of like-minded souls and listeners. And we all gather at yeah. Bluffers Park. Yeah. <laughs> light up a spliffer. Yeah. Feed, feed some feral cats. Yeah. And just, and just crank up... Go, Dig deep in the archive, sort of like a jukebox kind of thing, 
and just just keep on playing old school on like a big stereo out in the rocks. <laughs> oh, I and, love the sound. You, you wouldn't be. I'm blushing now. I, I'm just a oh. big And that that's the part that I hate. Uh, this little bit, like it, I, I get, I I eat that up, and it all oh, fuck yeah. Because I like the idea of people going back randomly and just picking up one episode out of the blue, and it's it's unrelated to anything else. What was happening in his life? Because I'm very proud of the podcast. I I know this is not about me. We're getting to you. But but I am quite proud of it. Um, Should be. Even as a record. If, if nothing else. And yet I know, uh, I, I, my favorite comment to this day is yours, that if you gave it to 10 close friends, <laughs> nine, nine and a half of them wouldn't like it. And I, I treasure that because I think, yeah, that, that's, it, is a, uh, it is a niche type of thing. Uh, you know what? You just get on to something that, that is important to me now. I know I haven't done a goddamn thing in, who knows, two years. Hmm. But the part now, even, even more so that I'm away from it a little bit, hmm. I really do value, for some reason, the the record of it. Mm-hmm. The this and I, it's a very self centered thing, but something yeah. in me uh, likes that this certain time of my life in my thirties in L.A. struggling, yeah. I have a record of these really specific experiences and stories that you know played out in my life, and I really um, I do value that for some reason well no for a very very good reason because first of all they were expertly crafted uh they're very they're very real they're very engaging and that's why there really are a lot of people out there who who want to hear about another piece of your life and we're just wondering when you're going to be ready for that when you're going to be ready to come back because i mean you could you could sort of compartmentalize that and say okay i've done that and yeah. Maybe move on to something new. Maybe that's what you have to do. But still, we want right. to hear about you. What's going on in your life? Yeah. Uh, and that's why we're doing this podcast, Tim. So uh, thanks for that very nice segue. Well, was that a question? That's a big one. <laughs> I, I didn't hear any question in there. Okay, good. But go then ahead I'm and answer. No, go then ahead. I'm and not going to answer. <laughs> okay, then I'm not going to answer anything. Then uh, listen, I, I want to get one more thing out of the way. Uh, okay. I know that uh, other people listen to that last podcast. People uh, from America, your country, your people, uh, Lance Armstrong, Dan Class, and, oh, okay. and they really yeah. enjoyed hearing from you. <laughs> Anderson. Lance, oh yeah, Lance Anderson. Anderson. I knew I'd get that. I knew I'd get that wrong. You know, I was I was so focused on getting the Lance part right. Are you still there? Listen. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just thinking about Lance because. Uh, it, well, because when I think about you, I think about those early days of podcasting and, and on my end here, you know, Lance yeah. and Dan, those early days. But I remember sort of just just getting into podcasts and, you know, laying down on my uh, Pilates mat in my shithole apartment yeah, with my bed at the time and listening to uh, Lance tell some stories. And, you know, just had that early, early pod, you know, the only people that were podcasting at this point were people just you know kind of kind of hurting and and yeah. and they just needed to express uh, some stories some thoughts something and and but there was there was people were doing it for the love of the love and the excitement of it too i mean this was but something they, new they needed to do it yeah and i guess when you when you think of internet time and how quickly things move it's amazing oh. how the early days Good. of podcasting have become real history you know you're oh. going way back and wow that's kind of neat I, I totally, it really, uh, it, things have moved. Yeah. I mean, when I moved out here to Los Angeles at the end of, um, I don't know, it was probably the end of 98. I mean, no one had a cell phone. It wasn't, I mean, I think mm. I had a, a pager. I had a pager I used to ward at my job waiting tables. Yeah. Yeah. It was ridiculous. We've, we've come a long way. All right. Now are you, are you, um, following on Facebook, the uh, podcast artifacts, no, what's oh, going on? Oh, well, it's neat. It, it's by invitation only. I'm surprised those guys haven't invited you. <laughs> I somehow. Oh, uh, look at you. Yeah. Look at the big way getting invited. What? No, I don't know how. Uh, but seriously, uh, and Lance has posted up, you know, that big LA podcaster sign, the big green thing or whatever yeah. you guys used to sit under? That's up there. Yeah. Lance posts a lot. So I'm surprised uh, you're not oh. in on that. Are you on Facebook, Tim? 
I, I am. I don't uh, listen. Something in me, the last couple years, has gone in the opposite direction that I was for many years. Something mm-hmm. in me mm-hmm. has wanted to be uh, p- private in some. W- yeah. I, I don't know. I've just been wanting to to hide a little bit, and maybe part of it is uh, the morning of my. Uh, I don't know. No, I'm, to answer your question, I'm on Facebook, but I've been yeah. pretty quiet, sort of laying low, ne- just ne- like in most areas of my life. Ne- ne- never mind my question. We were we were getting in on something close there. You sort of in their day, and it sounded as if there was a turning point in your life when you just said, "Oh, okay, I've gone this far. Now I'm I'm stopping. I'm pulling back." Uh, what what was that? Yeah. What what was that? Was it an incident? Was it a relationship? What was it that? I don't know. I, I really don't because I, I mean, I, I can point to the time period, but I just, uh, what was the time period? You know what? Here it is. I just said it a couple minutes ago about the early days and you said it about you and what, and, and how you approach every show and every week. And you're, you use this word. I don't know if you used it, but you're describing mm-hmm. a need, mm-hmm. right? That it would be very difficult for you to stop because this is something you need to do every week. Mm-hmm. And I had, um, you know, I, I was taking a different approach to my show. So I wasn't, I, I couldn't do it every week, but I was work always working on a show or an mm-hmm. interview or a story. And I somewhere along the way lost that need. And when I lost that need, it, it's so much work and it's so much, um, of me that I put into it, of time and energy, that without that need and without, yeah, without that, I just couldn't do it anymore. I mean, it was that, it was that simple. So your question gets to why, well, how did I lose that need and what, what happened and what tipped it over the edge like that? And I, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. And I haven't really had that itch and that need enough to, to do it since whenever that feeling kicked in. So, so it's not necessarily some dark secret or something bad no. that happened. It's just something just uh, disappeared, yeah. faded away, whatever. I mean, sometimes I, I, I mean, in more recent months, it's been, uh, you know, because I, I had to take this full-time job and my whole life has changed so much. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, listen, I know a lot of people are working full-time jobs and, and then some, I'm just saying, I was doing a freelance lifestyle before that, which allowed a lot of time for yeah. creativity and doing this kind of stuff. So uh, my point is that the, the job hasn't helped the situation. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the other thing is, of course, you were such a perfectionist. You were really, you were going at it as a professional. When you put out a show, it was a quality show. It was a work of art. It was perfect in, in the way it is. And that's the one thing that I've never done. It's, it's we're opposites in that way. I just let it fly. And it just gets, in fact, it gets easier and easier and easier. Right. Uh, whereas but, you, were, you were crafting. You're an artist and you're, you're crafting something. Well, you're, you're an artist. And I think it was just, um, and, and this is, you know, you can do all sorts of stuff. I was just going about it, going about it in a different way. Like for mm-hmm. me, I was paying attention along the way and then trying to pull a story out of it down the road. You're telling us all about it along the way. Have have you thought about then maybe coming back in some different form, some way of just uh, you know, whoa, I'm just gonna get hold of yeah. a mic or a portable recorder and uh, let send something out there. Yeah, I have thought about that. I because th- I think of you as uh, you know, you started a certain style, so I've thought to myself maybe maybe I do a Scarborough duty and style thing. Maybe I just call friends and talk to them and put that out there because then I'm like, I'm talking to you now, then I'm, then we're talking, we're sharing stories. I'm talking about my life. I have, I have thought about that. I haven't done anything about it, but it has crossed my mind uh, many times. Well, I I would like to think that maybe these interviews that we're doing here might be something that's starting you down that road because I know you were eager and I said how are you ready for another one and I was really delighted when you said sure anytime yeah and we, we agreed on this time um well, well I've thought about that I actually have thought specifically about huh I wonder what that would be if uh Scarborough dude and I spoke every week I, I mm. it, 
you know, I don't know. I don't know what that would be, and if it would be any whatever. Good, well, good's the bad word, but would it, would that be something that would be interesting? Yeah. Would he want to do that? Would I want to do that? Could we do that? What would it be? I don't know. You, you know, you just you you wouldn't believe what's happening inside my head now. Suddenly, it's just like neurons just firing, and that's the thing I love about this podcasting. It it, it just allows for so much creativity. You're seeing that made me think. Well, but this doesn't have to be the end, number three. As long right. as we don't stop at four. We, if we're going to do more, you know what's cool? we have you to know keep what's going. Cool? What's that? It'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Let's, so let's say we started doing it, right? So the next one would be four. Mm-hmm. But we, we label the next one five. And people on the know understand. <laughs> yeah, but that, you get so many calls bugging you. for Where's number four? I missed four. I know. What we get all these comments and, and we'd go, you don't, you don't get it. Yeah, I suppose so. Well, didn't you listen to three, asshole? <laughs> exactly. One, two, three, five. I like it. Okay. All right. All right. So the next. Hey, <laughs> we well, could call the show. Yeah. We could do some kind of weird. You could call it four or, uh, yeah. or call it five. I don't know. Yeah. I, let, let's not get carried around that. Right, let's, sorry. let's get back to content and so on. Uh, the thing uh, is, I mean, of course, me hitching my my wagon to the, the Hollywood podcast. Holy fuck. What a dream come true for a little boy from Canada, you know? Yeah. Talk about death. Yeah. Uh, hey, I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> I was going in another direction. Yeah, this I is know. hitting the big time. You know, if I could pull in some of your listeners. And, this uh, is this big know. time. Oh, I'm telling you, for sure. I mean, you, you hang out at Bluffers Park. I'm chilling out in in Venice, California. Here. I know, I know, I know. This is this is uh, this is actually. You'll like this. Can I share something with you? Because I know you think we're we're a bunch of empty, soulless drones down here. But I, I'm sitting in a parking lot here, yeah. and I'm looking across the street, and there's just there's this great sort of hippie house. Hmm. And, They've taken the side of this of this part of their house and and they wrote a bunch of things on it. I'll I'll, I'll read a couple of them for you. Ready? Sure, sure. Don't kill the dragon. Ride it. Ooh. They make for great transportation. Mm. We are who we are, and that is that. You're gonna like this one, ready? Yeah. Love is the shift. Love is the shift, eh? I have to get my yeah, head around that one. Kind of, it's, it's profound. I know, that one's a little... That's a, that's, uh, that's a, it's a good one. I like that. Your feelings are just your feelings. And your feelings are choice. <laughs> yeah. It's a little wordy. That's a little wordy. Uh, I'm getting some weird sounds here. And i gotta, I got to uh, hook that back to something else. But I guess it, it is exciting. So you are now in Venice, California. That's where you are? Yeah, it's a cloudy. Yeah, it's a cloudy day, Venice, California. I just, I just went and bought some, um, some a six dollar cup of coffee, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sitting in my car. Yeah, speaking to the Scarborough dude. Now, what what kind of coffee did you uh, pick up? Or is this a chain or, or a franchise? Oh, or what no, was no. Well, they've got a few. It's that name of the place is called Intelligentsia. And oh, I've sort, seen. It, uh. Yeah, in the snobby coffee world, they're they're famous. Yeah, I've seen and you foursquare that before. Oh yeah, I got yeah. a nice in- Indonesian Echo Java. Holy shit! And you, uh, it sounds like you're unscrewing a metal thermos or something. Is I right? am. I just screwed it back. To, yeah, I am. You you brought you bring in your own and say fill us up with some of that Indonesian Java. Is that that's right? Holy shit! Doesn't that sound now, great? I know. I'm I'm sitting here with a can of Arizona. You know those iced tea things oh. you get for ninety nine cents. Well, no, no. Oh. Listen, I spent five minutes. I knew. I, I I I was so excited about this podcast. I said, dude, go out, get a cold drink because if your voice starts cracking up in the middle of the yeah. show, you've ruined yeah. it for everybody. Now this right. is called RX Energy Herbal Tonic. Yeah, so you and, approach uh, this conversation like like an athlete. You had to get it, it, some pre game nutrition. It's exactly it. And uh, you know, on the cover, I was usually going to just go for my usual sweet sugary mango. I got yeah. three people running across a beach like athletes. That's the image <laughs> it is. Like from uh, what was that movie about? The they discriminated against the Jewish guy because he was a a, run, a racer. You know the running movie. You would know. Oh, you're, oh, a you're not talking uh, chariots of fire, are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, so it's very I, reminiscent of Chariots of Fire. I'm gonna. We'll let the the, the listeners uh, decide on this. I believe I want to say um, Best Picture 1980. I'm gonna go with. 
I, I wouldn't have a clue. I'm, I, I, I shouldn't get on to this another show, but have you ever listened to uh, these guys, Anthony DeMarco, Bob Goyetch, and uh, Dave Brobeck? Do you remember those names? You probably don't I, know Anthony very well. I, I, I don't know Anthony well, but no. I absolutely love the other two gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, Bob has, I started to say, Bob has come back to podcasting, and he's really? done it He's done it bare style, on his iPad, nothing fancy, using this, uh, some new program everybody's talking about, and he just, like, he put out an eight-minute show about Buddy Holly, and wow. he's, it, it's kind of neat, he's just saying, I'm coming back without a blog, without a website, with nothing right. fancy, just bare bones right. style, I'm just going to put out some stuff. Wait a second, so his show, so he's doing the... All there is is a feed. There's no even real home yeah, for the feed. You can right? you can find. I mean, I don't know how you find it. You just click on the button, and there it is. And they've just they've just been called Bob, <laughs> Bob one, <laughs> Bob two, Bob three. <laughs> oh, so this is good. Wait a so, so, but this is not. He's not doing this with Dave. No, 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 and, no, no. He's doing this on his own. But I think it's because Anthony invited uh, Bob, Bob and Dave to join him on Best Episode Ever, which is an excellent podcast about television from the uh, oh. 60s, 70s, 80s, right up to 89. Is that Anthony's show? That's Anthony's show, and he brought these two on this season as guests, and the three of them together are brilliant. It's, it's honestly in podcast. No, God, I hate great. seeing this on my own show because I'm, I'm giving so much to those guys. But they, they know, first of all, they're all intelligent. They've all got memories, and they know oh, television yeah. inside out. And, and they just tear apart these shows, and, and they riff off each other. Try and check it out sometime. Best episode ever. Now, but this is right, and then there's one particular episode where those three are on there, right? No, 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 no. They're doing a whole season together. Oh, oh wait, so you're saying not only is, is Go- Bob Goyetch on doing this show he, he he's got his own sort of he i would i'm underground. saying i'm saying he got Bob, so excited doing best episode ever that he started as he came back to podcast said the hell with andre i'm not waiting for bob and aj anymore i'm just going to yeah. put something out because i love audio you know what you yeah. know what's happening right now you're thinking you're going to do the same no but you're you're just you're firing me up i can feel oh yeah there's something it's long it's lost it's lonely it's deep in my soul but Ooh. something is stirring Holy fuck. If there was a quote for this show, it's Timothy Coyne saying, it's long, it's lost, it's lonely, <laughs> it's deep in my soul. Holy fuck. We got, we nailed it. There, there's the peak of the show. It's uh, down, downhill from here. Something is stirring. You're getting me excited because that's, I like the, this idea of not, of just letting it rip, putting it out. Yep. Yep. Oh, I'm so yeah. glad I brought that up. Tim, do you realize we've created something here that this, this yeah. is not the last show that we've actually got something going now. Well, maybe, right? I mean, so what do you mean? Maybe we? asshole. I just, yes. Don't you feel oh. it? We're going to, we're going to do another one. <laughs> you see how quickly I bailed on that feeling. <laughs> you, you did. You fucking. Oh, now suddenly, you know, yeah, I, I don't need you anymore, dude. I got, I got all fired up. Bob can do it. Yeah, I'm thanks. doing my own. Fuck you, man. Thanks I'm for the inspiration. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you are a prick. That, hey, listen. that is the way you bastards operate. Hey, listen. Suck on dude. people's don't, blood. Don't, don't kill the dragon. Ride it. Ride the dragon. <laughs> hey, listen, can I read something to, to you? Uh, and, and it's yeah. inspirational, but I, I just love it. I found a book. I don't know why. It's called Notes to Myself. Okay. And uh, it's by a man called Hugh Prather. Now, I bought this when I was a 22-year-old student in Montreal walking down the streets. I and, love young Scarborough dude stories. I love it. Well, this was just something. I, and I'm picturing the long hair, the blue jeans, and finding this book. Ooh, Notes to Myself. That sounds good. And it's so much in the way of early 70s type stuff. Uh, now, there's no page numbers. So you flip, now, promise, flip me, it promise me, Timothy yeah. Leary isn't part of this story. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not. <laughs> but listen, uh, I'm going to read a quote. I want you to listen. Okay. All right. For communication to have meaning, it must have a life. It must transcend you and me and become us. If I truly communicate, I can see in you a life that is not me and partake of it. And you see and partake of me. In a small way, we then grow out of our old selves and become something new. 
To have this kind of sharing, I cannot enter a conversation clutching myself. I must enter it with loose boundaries. I must give myself to the relationship and be willing to be what grows out of it. Wow. I found that over breakfast this morning, randomly going through this book, and and it I, I can't imagine finding something truer and more expressive of what I've been trying to say for a very long time. And here's a guy who wrote this, 1970, and uh, he bam, that's it. What did you What did you read this in? It's it's a book called Notes to Myself by right, somebody called you, and it's called it's it's very much in the vein of Carl Rogers on becoming a person. Uh, in fact, uh, in this series, it's called Real People Press. I talked about this actually on a podcast you haven't bothered to listen to. But, um, there's also Gestalt therapy verbatim, person to person. Uh, Don't push the river. Awareness. Other books of the same type of series. Ooh, don't don't push the river. Yeah, that was another I, one from that era. Barry. Now, Stevens. how did this end up? How did this end up in your hands this morning? Well, it wasn't this morning. It oh, was okay. it was a week ago or two weeks ago. I was just passing my library, and somehow somebody had pro- oh, it was that fellow in Georgia who had emailed me this thing, and I know it just sort of. Uh, Set things in motion, you know, you, you, you get something in, oh, wow, there's an audio clip, and suddenly your whole day is changed by the amount of time you've downloaded, you listened, you played, you thought about it, yeah. and suddenly you're taking different steps in different places. And I ended up in my library, and I ended up with this book in my hand. And what I'm thrilled about is one of my listeners, another listener from another part of the States called, who does a show called Up in This Brain. Um, I'm writing this down, went, good Up in this brain? Up in this brain. He went and bought the book on Amazon. I thought, holy fuck. A book I found, somebody else there, and I've been chatting with him on uh, Twitter today about him, a 40-year-old guy I've never met, but we've met through this internet thing, uh, is reading this very same book. And and it's just, it's remarkable. I I know the more I talk about it, the less it has any meaning. But sometimes I I love the way things just sort of flow and you're open to communication um i I hope you re-listen to the thing i just read out and 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 get the no i the truth i was just i was just about to say i think i think uh there'll be people who listen back to what you just read because just just the idea of of there being two people becoming one uh, well, yeah, and but 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 doing that by focusing off of themselves to yeah. open themselves up to what to listening with who the other person is and what what they're saying and, and who they are and, and and thereby changing yourself. Right. This is the thing you, you enter exactly. into this engagement and you change. You become something other than who you were before you had that engagement, and that that's just the the wonder of it all. Yeah. God, you know, I've I've always been. Uh, you're going to have to help me here because I know people. Yeah. My hook for to get anybody to listen to this podcast, we have, we should have a name for it. You know, I, the Timothy Files or whatever has always been about you and and let's bring Timothy back. And that was the only reason people would listen to it. But now that we're starting to do it together, I'm feeling like, hey, I'm kind of you know hogging my way in a little bit, and and I think people are going to be pissed off because it's really you they want to hear about. They get enough of me in my own show. No, I, so, I, I don't think so. I, I have a question for you. Yeah. I don't know why this is on my mind. All right. Well, about a, uh, in March, I turned uh, 41. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious because I love, I love the old, uh, I, I, you know, I probably asked you this last time around. Who knows? Um, where were, what was going on with you at the age of 41? Where were you? I'm thinking you must have been married and you had young uh, y- Two young boys. Uh, what was going on? Wow, that's a, that's a good one. So that would have been 1988 for me. Or no, 1989. Yeah. And uh, I. So actually, I, wow. okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. 1989. My wife. I was in Ottawa. My wife was working at a very nice Japanese restaurant, which was you know unusual. She came back to Canada, and I went in to pick her up at the end of the day. Uh, and she announced she had just come back from the doctor and she was pregnant with my, our firstborn son. And, uh, it, gotcha. it was just such a, such an amazing thing. Oh my God, you know, 
I'm going to be a father. Like, I, I never in my life thought I'd ever be ready for that. But we also knew we were going back to Japan in 1989 to start a new life. So our son would be born in Japan. And uh, we had spent two years in Ottawa at that time, 4041. So she could meet my family, get a taste of Canada. But I promised her mother I'd bring her back within two years. Yeah. And uh, so meanwhile, I was, I was getting paid some money from my company in uh, Japan. They still had money in those days. And uh, lining up a job for when I got back, they said, we we don't have a job, we'll just come, we'll hire you, you know, we'll create a job for you. And so it was kind of a good time in my life. I was in Ottawa, in an old house, and it was a a turning point. Yeah, so so you you had gotten married, you kind of did this, hey, I'm going to bring my wife back to Canada, meet my family, spend a little time there, I promise uh, we'll be back. And while you're here, you get the news that your wife is pregnant. Yeah. And there's a whole new change coming along. And just prior to that, we had we wow. had left we had left Japan like two years prior to that, and traveled the Trans Siberian, come across all the way through Europe, all the way to Vancouver, driven all the way across the country. So it was a a major turning point. Well, it wasn't a turning point. It was just it was just full of life, you know. And and it's it's odd to think that I've been settled for almost twenty years now in that house we finally ended up in. But. Uh, yeah, thanks for asking. It was uh, it's it, it is neat to look like back a great, at. What a what a year that was. It was uh, it was uh, it was pretty uh, it was pretty full, pretty rich. Uh, one of the things that stands out, I have a photograph from that time of my father, my brother, and I, and I believe it might have been my brother's fiftieth birthday. I think that would make sense. Yeah, um, something around there. And we ended up in this restaurant, we, and it was something we'd never done before, but to, to go to the restaurant where my wife was working with my father, my brother, and all, all wearing suits and ties, and there's the three of us sort of facing the camera, and we each have a cup, a Japanese cup. And I think I felt very proud at the time. Here we were, it was something we would never do in our life, you know, that just the three of us would be together. Uh, and, and I know my mother treasured that photograph and I still do too, looking, looking there with our three of us, our cups lined up. It's, it's a piece of time that's just frozen, you know, in a photograph. Yeah. yeah. It's odd. I, it's, it's amazing the power photographs can have over us, you know, the, the memories they can wrench out of you. Oh, they, yeah. They just, right. They just pull it. It, it, it yeah. Taps into the something feelings that are associated with them mm. in that time. Wow. I've, I had a, a friend has recently posted a photo, his wife posted of himself. This is my good friend Brian, who's spent his, most of his life up north, and I, I spent, we spent time together in Nigeria. And yeah. it's him and his three sons. They're all wearing suits. They're all holding a beer. And Brian's making a clown's face, and the three boys are upright behind him. And it had such a... I loved the photo, but I, I felt... <laughs> terrible seeing it because I felt there was such a strong sense of family and support and happiness. And right. I look, I look back on my own life and I, and I, I feel, God, I hate to say this, that I, I didn't, there wasn't enough love in our, our family. Yeah. And I, I think it's just, I have this warped perspective and I don't know if it's too many years of smoking pot that sort of erased some memories but, I but look, when you I, say your family, you're, you're talking about your direct family, you, your wife, yes, your two sons. and my children, not, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then just yesterday, like this has been haunting me since I, saw the, since I first looked at the photo. Like that's, yeah. he's the loving father, and I don't feel I was enough of a loving father. It, it's, an, right. it's a weird thing. And then I go back a step further and think, well, what about my own family? Like, well, Well, that's why, know, right, that's what I was wondering what you were saying, and maybe you'd say the exact same thing about exactly. your Exactly. Right. And it's just the way some families are. Some families are open and crazy and laughing and carefree. And others have a little bit of that British uptightness and you don't hug and kiss and you just, you know. Uh, well, it's a hard. It's it's hard to. Uh, I don't think it's oh, that's just the way it is. I mean, it is the way it is. But yes, it's so hard to sort of. uh make a fork in the road and change it you know you you kind of grew up probably around a certain vibe and before you know it yeah you're kind of perpetuating it or you know it's hard for you to switch that up it's a it's a pattern and you just sort of follow and i i very much realize how much i'm like my father and the role when i go out drinking on my own you know leaving my wife at home and and go off with brian for a few beer the only i realized that's what my father did you know 
Yeah. Uh, and I'm coming. She wouldn't want to go to the bars I'm going to, and I'm very selfish. And I think my brother is too. This sort of a pattern. We do what we want to do. And I, I think I've been very, I'm a very selfish person. And, and I, I don't like that about myself. And this is when I, I get caught up in my podcast because I try to make myself sound like the nicest guy around. Like everybody wants to be friends with the yeah. dude. He's such a great guy. He's everybody's friend. But I, I, I peel back a few more layers and think, no, 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 I'm just doing this for myself, man. Do you find, do you find yourself being more more loving, more open, uh, more sensitive with people who aren't your family. Absolutely, absolutely, yep. and it kills me. Uh, it, it's that's exactly it, and and it's so easy. And so these people don't see through it. They, they're saying, "No, I got the real Ken here, and he's a nice guy," and and I am to that degree. But I know I, it, it should be somehow. Maybe it's just more difficult with your own family. I don't know. Listen, I I hear you. My brother and I. My, I have two brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, older one, we don't have uh, really have much of a relationship at all. And that's, uh, you know, kind of connected to divorce and family. A lot of years under that one. But mm-hmm. my younger one, who I'm historically, you know, very close with, uh, him and I are sort of on a mutual, uh, maybe we shouldn't be talking to each other for the time being. We're on a, we're on a break. Now, is this the brother who's in Las Vegas, uh, the dancer? Well, he was for years, and it, actually he's been living in Los Angeles for the past um, several years now. He's back cool. here in L.A. with his wife. and uh, So anyway, I mean, we don't need to, to get into that, but I, I understand the idea of, of sort of being um, just different. Family's difficult, and, you know, I'm... I'm pretty hard on my my younger brother. I think probably because my, you know, my dad sort of. Uh, I don't know. I somehow I stepped in as the one who sort of expects um, things from him, maybe like a father would. And somehow we have that role, and he's finally pushing back. Like, listen, I need a I need a friend and a brother, not a not a not a dad. So I can't really deal with you. Mm. And I have a hard time being just a, a buddy, you know? Yeah, we, we get trapped in these roles, and right. it's very hard to get out of them, you know? Right. Uh, sometimes right. It, it takes something major, you know, a death or something to, for, for us to change, and it, it's, otherwise it's very difficult. Uh, both yep. your mom and your dad are still alive, aren't they, Tim? Uh, they are, yeah, yeah. And do you have much contact with either of them? Uh, well, I have a, a, a ton of contact with, with my, my mother. Mm-hmm. We're, we're very close. I just spoke with her this morning. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and, uh, and Dad, we, you know, we, I don't know, maybe talk uh, once or twice, uh, once or twice a month. And we have, a, you know, a fun, good conversation all the time. He's a, you know, he's a nice guy, just not much of a, he kind of blew it on the dad thing. <laughs> but he... But he's a, a likable, you know, we, I don't really feel the need to connect with him on anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, there isn't really a father sort of dynamic there, but we talk and have a good time, and then I'll talk to him, you know, a few weeks later, maybe. There's a weird thing about becoming a father, and, and part of it is, like, immediately, as soon as you have children, you are pushed off center stage. And, and you've got to fight to get your way back in. Say, wait a minute, I used to be the center of the universe. How come <laughs> my children are? And to your children, when you start seeing yourself through their eyes, you're nothing. You're just the dad. You're just, you know, hey, you know. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm the guy who life is all about, and, and uh, the father's just the father. And, it, and it's, a, it's a weird struggle there. And some people, and perhaps your father's one of them, need to maintain their sense of self. Hey, this is me before I was a dad, you know. Right, right. Well, you, you know, you talk about that picture, your buddy's picture of mm-hmm. him with his sons, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, that kind of thing conjures up the the sadness that I usually am unaware of or that I just forget about. Of, you know, for example, if I have a friend out here and they say to me, I say, "Hey, what are you doing this weekend?" Oh, my, my dad's coming out here. We're going to spend the weekend together. That is so outside yeah. the realm of my relationship with my dad and it all those moments always reflect back on me in this in this deep way of like wow I'm at, what you're going to be hanging out with your dad for the weekend that is unreal yeah that i mean that's a 
That's amazing. Yeah, I, I, I hear you on that. And I'm, I'm still amazed because most of the younger people who I know through the internet, so on podcasting, still have living parents and, and you know, sometimes talk about these great relationships and, and this the casualness of them and so on. And uh, nothing yeah. was ever casual about my relationship, certainly not with my dad anyway. Uh, so it's... it's uh, well, yeah. and I know you've had... Listen, I know, you know, relationships with your sons have been complicated at times and all, all sorts of stuff. But I do remember th- that feeling that I just described. I was really struck by that when you took um, took that trip with one of your sons sort of across across Canada. Yeah, yeah. He's the son I, who's, who's, yeah. That, that was a good, that was good. And I Because I've, it actually, it didn't, it wasn't a disaster. You guys actually had a really... Great time, didn't I, you? I never, for a moment, expected it would be a disaster at all, and and I, I did. Isn't that funny? Um, I only would, because I couldn't imagine doing it with my dad. I was like, oh my god, that would be awful. Oh no, we we we'd crossed a bridge. Uh, it, yeah. was a, it was perfect. We had, I had I had got tickets for this John and Yoko bed in for peace type uh, play. <laughs> Yeah. And um, I wanted to go see it, and I wanted to take my son. This was just before we were going to begin that trip to Vancouver. We are going to drive together, you know, a three-week right. trip, driving across the country, spending a week driving back. And um, so I said, Let, let's go see this John and, and Yoko thing. It was kind of fun. It was a local production. Yeah. And um, just before we got into the theater, my son said to me, you know, I, I, I'd kind of like to have a talk before I go in. I, I left. Can I go back to the car? I got some stuff. And I said, no, I doesn't matter. I got, I got a joint right here in my pocket. And we walked down an alleyway and had a toke together, first time ever, in an alleyway in Toronto, and went in and watched the play and enjoyed it so much. And we were up on the bed with him before the show. We had our pictures taken. And that just broke the ice completely. And, and from that point on, and um, last year... Uh, I went across, my son stayed out in Vancouver, or eventually ended up in Vancouver, and I went out with my second son by train, and that was quite funny, because he was in steerage up in the front, and I had my own little cabin in the back. And yeah, that, that, was with, that was with the younger son. number two son. And yeah. we went out, and I had him to dinner with my old girlfriend at the time, and, and uh, wow. her husband, and sat around the table having an after-dinner joint, and so on, and... and it was just fun. It was really neat for him to to see into my past life and so on. So I guess I don't want to give the wrong impression. I'm quite very pleased with the relationships I have with my sons now. I just think when they were younger and when yeah. my marriage was a little shaky for a period of years, I would say. Yeah. And, yeah. and also I, I realized looking back, I married somebody from another country, another culture. And that is yeah. very different from marrying somebody from your own village, so to speak, you know. Yeah. Uh, so things were very different for that bringing. They're they're bicultural. These kids. They have a Japanese mother. They they've they were they have a different history and background. They're a little different from the other kids. So well, I, I'm saying that's before, great. Mm. Yeah, and you've talked before about you know just that you that you you didn't enroll them in sports and get them out. Do you know? Uh. You, in sort of in their younger formative years and in, in in getting them out into. Oh. You've talked my, about that to my, to my shame and my discredit. And, and I would definitely, if I could redo this thing, yeah, yeah. I would be a better father. Um, yeah. You know, and, and I, part of it was the excuse. I was, I was being the salary man. I was, the, I was the breadwinner. I was the guy bringing home the money, and the rest should have been up to my wife. And, of course, my wife was new to Canada, and wasn't, this wasn't right. something she just automatically joined and in. And it's new, you know, and, and whatever, whatever her upbringing was like and her... You know, she's, of course, carrying her own yeah. stuff that we're Absolutely. talking about. Absolutely. And she had a lot, of bag- oh, a lot of baggage and yeah. uh, such a different culture. So I, I think we're, we're sort of at the point where that's resolved, that's behind us. And, and my marriage, of course, is a much happier thing right now. And uh, my other son is off traveling. He's in Vietnam right now, just come back really? from Cambodia. And I'm, I'm thrilled that he's just flourished. He's, he's traveling. Well, you probably love... The idea. I know that your world, the world travels mm. throughout your life are, are important to you. I'm sure you're thrilled when you have, have a son who who is out there 
experiencing ab- things, ab- right? Absolutely. It, it, it means a lot. And, and he, he and I are so similar. That's why we don't get along all the time, but uh, we, we are very similar. So anyway, enough about I want to put aside my, this was supposed to be all about you. And uh, it's, it seems no, to have turned a curve here and come back to me. And, I, and I'm very self-conscious of that. Well, but, but we're, but we're doing, we're, we're trying at least, mm. we're, we're trying to do what that, that, that whole passage you read to me, right? Well, uh, sharing, yeah. Sharing yeah. with each other here, oh, trying to, yeah. uh, nice. To, nice. to, uh, to make maybe a greater, a greater whole out of, uh, you know? And the other thing, of course, is that, is that things like the conversation we're having now, they're supposed to be dynamic and alive. We didn't map out. I didn't have my list of questions. I'm going to interview Tim today. Shit, shit, shit. Oh, God, where's, where's my question sheet? You know, we don't do that. This, is, this has got to be something spontaneous and, and uh, let it take flight on its own. And, and that's, well, yeah, that's I wasn't I even sure. Well, to be honest with you, I wasn't even sure. I mean, all you wrote to me a week ago was, uh, we need to talk. Mm-hmm. And at, at first, I mean... Those words, that sentence, traditionally, probably in any language, mm. it's a pretty dire, uh, urgent. Anytime anyone has ever said that to me, it's it's pretty urgent. Well, how soon you forget? Because you you knew after the our our second show, shortly yeah. after, I said there'd be a third, and sometime this spring. It, it seems you completely, you know, unless I contact you, I'm not in your world at all. Right. Well, I thought I, I thought I didn't know we were even going to record. I thought maybe you had some news to tell me. I thought uh, Shane. Shane. <laughs> I thought we were going. <laughs> I thought we might get through this whole podcast you know without what? mentioning we have Shane. To, we have no, to it's say too late. Name. We do that asshole. Well, he, no, he's, you know he's, he's been sitting. With his cock in his hand the entire show, waiting. waiting for it. I know he just can't get going. Come on, guys, come on. Come man. on, talk about me. Talk about me. <laughs> He's worse than he ever was in terms. of... I told you he'd become a real businessman, hiring and firing people, yeah, taking kicking. over the building. Holy oh, fuck! You wouldn't believe. You can't even talk to him anymore. Oh, he's kicking ass. Uh, mm. Oh yeah, he's just working it and doing all these jobs. And yeah, yeah he's yeah. Talk about big shots. Oh yeah. But, uh, Anyway, you know, I don't know what else you can say. I did go back and see them a while ago. I do, I have to admit, I love my trips to Windsor. Like, that is, that's, to me, that's like winning the lottery. Getting down there, I visiting tra- Tom. Trash and, him. You, you know, know, can I trash him for a second? Shane or Tom? Yeah. He, no, Shane. Okay, well, listen to this asshole. So, I, you know, I don't ever ask anything of this guy, okay? Mm-hmm. So, I'm dating this girl. Well, I'm not anymore, but I'll jump back to that time. So I'm dating this girl, mm. uh, met her here in L.A. Turns out she is from, she grew up in Windsor. Oh, okay? Yeah. She's the real deal. So Valentine's Day is coming up, and I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be great. We just started dating. You can't, you can't get too serious on Valentine's Day, but you've got to get something, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I reach out to Shane. And they say, listen, man, I really want to get one of those uh, T-shirts. He, he, he won this sort of uh, Windsor design contest, and basically his, Win- his design. That Windsor, lo- that Windsor Rose thing? Windsor Rose thing. And I he hate had- it. I hate it. Well, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, so he- <laughs> he's going to be so upset that you said that. No, he's got, um, a, he's got a new one. Print. Okay. Put it out well, so I reach out to him and say, hey, um, I'd love to buy one of these T-shirts. Um, dating this girl, be great. Can can you can I do that? Can you get that to me? He writes back to me and basically says, "Yeah, we're not we're not selling those anymore." But I think I got a buddy. There might I got a friend who has a bunch, and maybe they have one. I'll I'll get back to you. And, and he just he never got compl- back to you. No, just completely blew it off. What a fuck! That's that's exactly that's a perfect illustration. Of what I was talking about, like that's exactly what's happened to the guy. What you I mean, what you asked for? What I asked for was so, I mean, it's a compliment to him. It, it and was it's, all this stuff. It's, it's what a friend would do for a friend. It right? was it was kind of favor that a friend exactly. would exactly. ask. Like, hey, listen, man, uh, it would be such an honor. All this kind of stuff, and he 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 like tweeted me back like two weeks after Valentine's Day. Hey, sorry, sorry, bro. 
Yeah. No, sorry, bro. Lol. You know, like he he'll come back begging for our friendship again someday, and uh, yeah. and and it just might be too late. Yeah, he's too busy. To, to, he's too like busy. signing big deals with yeah. uh, the Canadian government or something. It, well, he was doing that, and then just it was two days ago he launched another T-shirt, and suddenly you know you you. I, every time I've contacted him, oh, you know, three days later I got to say, oh, sorry, I've been really busy this week. That's yeah. what I've, I I could show you those. Sorry, I've been busy. Fuck you. Yeah, I think Fuck I, you. I think he's got. You know, he's got a script. He's got a script, some sort of techie yeah. script of the computer. Yeah. Whenever he receives a message, yeah. it just pumps out automatically. Yeah. Sorry, I've been really busy this week. Delay three days, send message. You know. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, he's he's been launching. He's got some new shirt. Oh, look at my new design! You know, here, do you want them? It, I, I'm not going to give him any more credit no. for that. No. But it's just point. And you know what's weird about this? Tom has suddenly yeah. come out from under Shane's shadow, and it turns out Tom is the actual nice guy. You used to think, well, maybe it's Shane, the big puppy, right. the big friendly doggy, the guy you could hug. Yeah. <laughs> no, not anymore. Yeah. It's Tom. That's right. Tom is That's there. Right. Tom is solid. Tom will be there for Listen, you. I reached out to Tom for the same, same T-shirt. He got on a plane. He found a T-shirt, got on a plane, showed up at my doorstep <laughs> on Valentine's Day morning and said, am I too late, bro? Am I too late? Yeah, that, that's exactly that. Tom would have done that if he could have done that. He you absolutely would have. He would have done. He would have dropped yeah. everything. Yeah. I got a friend yeah. asked for a favor. And yeah. Shane, oh, sorry, bro. Yeah. We, we used to think that... We were we were connected somehow. There was there was a some kind of a bond, you know, and and uh, it's it's sad to uh, see that go. But anyway, that's I mean, that's what happens. Right. That's what that's the name of business. So let's let's put him aside. Uh, do we have? Yeah. Should we get a, a name for this series? Because like, I like the idea of you and I doing this on a regular semi regular basis. You know, we'll do well, another listen, one. Well, not sure. We need to talk about it. I I, I I'm wounded. I am. I'm just saying. I I've, I've thought about that. Um, Maybe we could do that. I don't. I don't want to commit. Oh, you're you're still I, backtracking here. <laughs> okay. Well, just, okay. I, All right. No, I hear you. I I'm hear just you. I'm sorry. Not I'm sorry. Damn. Sure. After that conversation we just had about Shane, you turn around and basically you slap me in the face. Uh, hey, not so fast. Not so fast, buddy. You know. Well, I've given up. I've given fear. you an hour already. Well, my fear is. Yeah. See, I'm just I'm just thinking about it on the fly. My fear is that okay, fine. You and I talk again next week, and we have the same fucking conversation. No, 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 no it's not going to be. Well, it's not going to be next week. That's for sure. I don't. I don't think it's going to be that regular. You know. Yeah. So, so like, what, what do you think? Like, maybe, uh, you know, once a month. Yeah. That's not bad. I don't. That's not. I bad. don't know. Or maybe this. Maybe we just commit and say, hey, guess what? There's gonna be another one. We're gonna do this again. No. Maybe just leave it up to the listener to decide whether they want there to. If anybody bothers to fucking write in and tell us where are we gonna put we have to think where we're gonna post this to. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out, I guess, under my Dixon Jane's banner. You can put it up if you want and uh but maybe you know uh, down the this road. Is just, this is just another episode. Well what did you do last time? Did you put it what did you how did you put out the you I, put it I under think, uh Dixon Jane's, right? I think I posted it under Dixon Jane's, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, before that, I wasn't going to allow it on Dixon Jeans. It, it was going to be my. Uh, I had another podcast. Just one more thing, or no? Having said that, right? I, I rather like. I, I like that title. Having said that, and then you sort of move this on to the time. next thing. Well, so maybe this. So if I can relive or bring that one back to life, but uh, for now it'll be on Dixon Jeans. And if you want to take it, that's fine too. Not going to do any editing. We're, we're almost at the uh, sixty-minute mark now. So uh, all right, yeah. We'll do it. So, how do you feel about it? Having had this discussion, you feel okay? Well, I yeah, I feel great. I always, I always love talking to you. Yeah, I think we get, we so, got enough of we got enough of little enough of an energy flow and uh, dynamic. Yeah. You know, it doesn't lag yeah. at all. I'm yeah. just uncomfortable. I'm feeling. I, I feel I'm leaving with a bad taste, and it's because of all that talk about Shane. That's 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 I kind know. of bugging I, me now. Like, how do you get I know that? What you mean. It's like you have to sort of spit. Reach up and gob out a real a, good one, you know. I need I need a palate cleanser or something. Something yeah. like that. Something like that. That's the effect he's had on us recently, and and that's uh, not good. I hate to end the show that way. Maybe well, uh, maybe get him to send in an apology or something. I don't know. Well, I'll bring back the love. I'd say if I if I was uh, 
I'd, I'd love nothing more than just to give you a, give you a big hug, buddy, and tell you that tell you that I love you, and I'm glad podcasting brought the two of us, two very two people in different places, different ages, uh, somehow brought together, and here we are years later speaking. So I think that's a uh, a beautiful thing. That's friend. a that's a beautiful note to end on, Tim. And I, I honestly, genuinely, all fun aside, I, I really feel a real love and connection to you, and a, an important one. It's like we're meant to know each other. We're meant to be friends. I feel I feel, I feel so that strongly. way too. Isn't it, yeah. isn't that a wonderful thing? It is a wonderful thing, and it's you so know? sort of unlikely. Yeah, it's so it's so random. And again, that's I think to me that's part of the the wonder of the intimacy of podcasting, of hearing other voices being real. And and I think we need so much more of that in this world. But well, me too. Yeah, and you're you know you're tweeting back and forth with this guy from Georgia, and yeah, it's great. It's 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 uh, great stuff. Good stuff. All right, so let let's end there, and uh, right, we'll, our listeners right. can decide if there's going to be another show or not. Sure, that sounds good to me. If they need to reach you, uh, we don't do that. Any of that plugging shit. They can find you, right? Yeah, they can find you. Yeah. All right, Tim. Good talking. All right. Take care, buddy. I'll talk to you, buddy. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.